We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Defence Minister Peter Dutton has slammed Anthony Albanese for making things up after the opposition leader blamed Australia's lack of action on climate change for the Solomon Islands' decision to sign a security pact with China. Asked on Friday about the deal that has opened the way for China to base military and naval personnel less than 2,000 kilometres from Australia's coast, and Mr Albanese condemned the deal but blamed the Abbott government for cutting foreign aid when it came to office. He also said Australia's standing in the region had been undermined because it had a government that doesn't take climate change seriously, a government that goes to Glasgow where the Prime Minister gives an empty speech to an empty room with empty promises and offers nothing for a conference that was about increasing 2030 targets. Australia sits in the naughty corner with Saudi Arabia and Brazil at these conferences, Mr Albanese said. I assure you that for the Pacific, for our friends, it is the number one issue. It's a threat to their very existence, he said, adding that the country's standing had also been undermined by having a government with key players, including Scott Morrison and Peter Dutton. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. A Sydney solicitor is facing potentially years in jail if convicted after allegedly bashing a driver during a road rage incident so viciously he needed surgery and a metal plate in his face. Police allege commercial lawyer Maled Haydar Wadak engaged in a bust-up two years ago that ended in a bloody scene after an argument over merging. He has been charged with recklessly causing grievous bodily harm. He claims he was acting in self-defence. His lawyer recently argued in court and the evidence would show the other driver was the aggressor. Harder Wardak, 32, is alleged to have got into an argument with the other man after having to brake to let him into his lane on Old Northern Road in Glenhaven in February 2020. According to a police statement of facts, Hader Wardak said, you Indian can go back to your country after the men had flipped each other the bird and the alleged victim told the lawyer to go away. In the lead-up, police allege he drove alongside the man and pointed to the side of the road to get him to pull over. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. (laughs) Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. The mother of a young woman whose body lay hidden in a bush grave for three years after she was shot on a dirt track has spoken for the first time of her anguish and the mercy of finally being able to give her daughter a proper burial. But while being able to lay Alicia Boyd to rest has allowed her mum, Leah Freeman, some closure, the horror of the tragedy has left scars which cannot heal. Nobody had the right to take my daughter, Miss Freeman said. I go to her grave and I cry. It will never be okay. Alicia had gone to Wagga Wagga in the Riverina region of New South Wales to pursue her dreams of being a chef, leaving behind her family in Melbourne. But the woman friends and family remember her as a fun, loving girl, always quick to a smile, but made some bad decisions. 
She died on the dirt road near Kuhlman in 2017 at age 27 when she went to mid-level drug dealer Samuel Shepard's house to purchase meth. Alicia began arguing with another woman who had followed them. Shepard pulled a pistol from his waistband and shot her three or four times. Shepard and a friend, Anthony Hagen, 19, then drove her body 12 kilometres and buried her deep in the Leicester State Forest. It was three years later after both men assisted police on walkthroughs of the scene that she was eventually found. When the tow truck brought my daughter's car back with all the belongings, I knew she wasn't going to come home. And referee whistles, cheers from the crowd and players of the match, Pride, have returned to New South Wales alongside record participation rates as community and grassroots sports make a comeback following two long years on the sideline. The pandemic benched over 30,000 employees and 415,000 volunteers, while ovals and stadiums turned into ghost towns across 10,000 New South Wales sporting clubs and associations. But with restrictions lifted, community sports groups hope this will be their first complete season since 2019. However, it will hit parents' pockets with sports registration fees running between $90 and $300 a child. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.